Hey guys, welcome back. Um, it's Pip and Tara. Um, we are bringing you part two of our second brunch club, and we're talking more about activism and the currency of kindness. We have epic guests. It's the same gang as last time. Yeah, that we talked so much in the podcast discussion after brunch that we had to break it into two. Um, so we hope you get as much from this one as you did from the first half. So without further ado, I'm going to let the guys introduce themselves again, um, just so that you get used to their voices, and we'll just kick it off. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Kirsty Nicole Hadley, and I am the founder of Girl Power Gang. Hi, I'm Tara. I used to run Tara Starlet, the pin-up fashion label, and now um, I work for Moody Month, which is a women's health app. My name is Ben Hurst. Um, I work as the head of facilitation and training at the Good Lad Initiative. Hi, my name is Gina Martin. I'm a writer and activist. I'm probably best known for making upskirting illegal. Hey, my name is Sinead, and I am a farmer at Audacious Veg. People have always told me that I'm like quite a good networker in a sense as well, that I, I like to introduce people and I know what people can benefit from each other. Link. And also I'm not afraid to say like, oh, will you do this for me and I'll do this for you. Mm. And I was raised on a socialist feminist commune and we completely wow. thrived on everybody helping Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, everyone quite broke. Yeah. And so we all, you know, someone knew how to garden, someone was good at sewing, this person did that, and everyone knew each other's skills. And it would be like, oh, knock on John or so number so 26, so. Yeah. because he's a plumber. And then, you know, wow, and everyone like an just kind of helped community. each other out. Yeah. yeah. Wow, and you were just so crazy. Uh, what yeah. I, you told me um, you always debated together outside in the paddling pool. pool. And it would be like, right, bath, bath time. Because there were so many single mums. Yeah. It was like, and all of them working and, you know, and mostly so kind of freelance. You. So there, there would be, yeah, like, and, and we'd have like picnic benches and, and it would be like, right, dinner time. And everyone would bring oh. a dish. Like a pot, well, this, this goes thing. back to what you know the phrase like oh it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. I mean, people often like I don't I, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think this is where it comes from because people often use it as like yeah it's well art, but it's that's not what it means. No, it yeah. means, <laughs> like everybody is in as a community to help each yeah. other. And yeah. That's the yeah. original way how we did things, and yeah. now we're also segregated. That's wonderful. Yeah. I think asking for help that? is good. Yes, always asking for help. What is good. did you say? Asking for help yeah, is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. people get scared of asking for help. Yeah, nine, time, nine times out of ten, people always say yes. It's yeah. very rare someone says Look, no. And not no, just say so yes. Rare. When someone, I always say to people, if you're afraid of asking for help, like, think about how you feel when someone asks you. Like, it's an honour. Yes, yeah. it's it an honour yeah. to be yeah. that person who someone trusts to be vulnerable with, to say, I'm in need. Like, yeah. can you help me? Yeah. Whether it's a phone call in the middle of the night and I need a lift because I've had an argument with my boyfriend and I need somewhere to stay. Like, if you're that person who gets called, you're so valued, you're so special, yeah, so you're true. so lucky that, that you're the person that that person yeah, also needs. Yeah. Yeah. And you're honored, you drop anything for them. Yeah. And, and it's also, the same with smaller professional things as well. Like, oh, this person thinks I'm an expert in this area and they've asked yeah. for my advice. Like, it's a, it's yeah. a compliment. And yeah. I think that actually we sort of have a responsibility to each other to yeah. help if someone asks you to help 
providing mm. you have the time and the resources to do so. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I am um, so just to refer back to my questions. Look at those eyebrows going. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can see eyebrows on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> one thing that I love that you've been doing, Gina, is your little acts of kindness. Yeah, I've been taking part in them all. Oh, they're you? so oh, good. I've anyway. got my seeds. Need yes. to plant them though. But yes, yeah, same. I'm going to sow them in the park. Amazing. Um, because you make Amazing. it so accessible for everyone to what do. I don't know what it is. Um, honestly, I have like good deeds today, which is like a thing where, so it takes me, it comes from literally like a news story or like something that's happening and it's something that makes me sad or I'm upset about. And I will ask people to take like one singular action. They'll give them like two minutes to take it. So it could be like one we did was like send a letter to your MP. There's, there's uh, formats on petitions where if you put in your postcode, yeah. that's what I did in my campaign. It sends a pre-written letter to your MP, it finds your MP and then they get like 600 letters like yeah. that. So we did that um, uh, for, I can't remember what it was for. for the abortion abortion in Northern yeah. Ireland. And then next we did um, the it was kind of an online pledge for trans rights in America, which was yeah. legislation going through that was basically like um, limiting their access to medical care. And then um, we did, um, it was National Bee Day, so it, as in like not Beyonce, but like bees. Not Queen Bee, <laughs> the original Queen Bee. <laughs> <laughs> um, where yeah and bees going out because of like chemicals and pesticides and also like yeah. problems with like losing um the knock -on flowers and, and that, like, conservation yeah. and stuff so like got everyone to buy these seeds which is one second and basically i'm like when i go to the forest just throw them around and yeah. like, seed bombing yeah. 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 yeah exactly but just like i think my main thing because i get like a lot whenever i do it i get a lot of pushback as well as a lot of support where people are very like for the abortion one people were like I was supporting Northern Ireland in that specific post because we were talking a lot about Alabama and Georgia and it was like, well, this is happening next door, so let's yeah. also give some effort there. But of course this happens in South America and all over the world. Yeah. And there's always pushback, which is like, why are you why are you focusing on this one thing and not these five other things? Well, yeah. because we all That's live in the UK and Northern Ireland is in the is our neighbour. Yeah. 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 Well, you also, have to start somewhere. You can't be like, oh, I can't fix the entire world's problems, right, so I'm not totally. going to do anything. Yeah. And this time. is my total stance on all that stuff, is that like, that mm -hmm. I'm on social media where we, like, we have smaller, um, What's it called? Uh, we have a smaller. Uh, what's it called? And you're like, read something and you're like, oh, I'm distracted. What's that called? Attention span. Thank you. Attention span. Small attention span <laughs> than a goldfish now. It's past smaller yeah. fish. So, like, we can't take in information. So, I'm trying to get people to do a single action mm. that will make a big difference. Like, what's the lowest I can ask them for that will make the biggest yeah. difference yeah. in one moment? That's Minimum really effort, maximum yeah. results. Yeah. Just That's like, a permaculture. That's genius. Because <laughs> it. it it will, people only do things if it's easy, and that's not an insult, it's just the truth. No, yeah. and everything feels so enormous. Well, and they can do more as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my god, we've got 10 years to save yeah. the planet, and you freak out. But, <laughs> where, but if it's like, but it's do this manageable. one tiny thing, mm. then yeah. But it's like what we were talking about earlier, is, which could lead to doing more things. So that's yeah. what I no. think. I think, I honest, I believe in the activism cure, which I write yeah. about in book, which is like the idea that through action, you you solve fear through action. Yeah. So like, if you're scared of something and but you do it and you push through, you get to the point where you you build identity, you build confidence, you lose the sense of hopelessness a little bit because you're taking action. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us feel paralyzed by the amount we're meant to do. Right. When actually, if you can just take a couple of small steps, you gain confidence, you see how you feel from them, and then generally you carry on to bigger things. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's the positive of pushing boundaries, whereas normally we look at the negative of small things leading to worse, but often yeah. small things lead to more positive as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I really believe in that. So it's it's just a crazy amount of um, access to information that huge, makes it so hard huge, yeah. because and often contradicting like, information right and like yes. where like Word usually there's like one piece of one thing that is an issue that you can tackle yeah but when there are actually 
72 limited. things that you can tackle at any given moment. How do you make the decision? Yeah. Well, how do you so you start? My, my business, I always feel really overwhelmed. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, how oh my God, I, like which one do I do? I can't do all of it. So my new thing is, right, okay, I just take on one thing at a time, change that, make it my norm, and then change something yes, else. exactly yeah. right. Exactly. Like, That's what I mean because by the small things lead to small bigger things. things. Because that, then that becomes easy, but it also ignites an interest and a passion in whatever that one thing is. And, and you feel a sense of belonging as well because sometimes this issue that we're talking about about like accessibility and whether that's a space where I'm welcome right. when it comes to activism can be unintentionally um, exclusive and isolating yeah, sometimes yeah, totally. so to, to, to take like a small step like planting some seeds on my window box and then you know you watch them grow and then you feel like you know you want to take another step or then before you know it you're going down to your local beehive and meeting yeah. you know yeah and, and so activism's like I, I really believe it's like a fucking privilege like i yeah. i do this because i can because i'm yeah. a privileged white woman i have the fucking time and the money to do this like i'm not gonna sit there and be like everyone should stop using plastic because you're yeah, and if you don't you're, you're evil yeah. like a single dad who's got three kids needs to feed his fucking kids he doesn't care about your plastic he hasn't got time to worry about that shit but if you can do it you should yes. yeah i think often we need permission so i'm trying to make like my instagram and like the things i do like me giving people permission to be like go and do this now like yeah. if you can do it you should be doing it but a lot of people can't so the people can should be doing it even yeah. if it's a small thing we should mm. be pushing to do that's better. dope we all dope. We all dope. This is dope. Guys, oh. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I did that. Ben, ben, you say dope. That's dope. Okay, that is dope. See, that's, that's why I can't. That's, that's, no, but you did a good job there. Thank that's you good. so that's much. Come so on, so <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so to finish up because I'm quite aware of the time, um, is then we've been chatting for ages, guys. It's very great. Um, but um. So obviously I wanted the podcast to be really inclusive and I don't think talk about the female economy is just for women. Mm. It's for men as mm. well. Yes, and men need to be in the conversation. And I'm really not into people men bashing at the minute. Yeah. Feminism is about all the Feminism is about Um so obviously Ben in your TED talk you talk about um boys will be what we teach them to be right, right. so I thought it'd be really interesting or not interesting I hate the word not allowed to talk about that <laughs> it'd be really good um for us to kind of get, get your insight on what is the best way to speak to men about the female economy Ooh. um because I feel like a lot of men that I talk to about and I like, ask them if they're a feminist or what they get quite defensive, defensive and yeah, so I thought that'd be really good to get a male's insight yeah. or what, you know, your opinion, or we could just have a discussion on what the best ways to talk to men about it because they need to be included in the conversation. Yeah. Do you know what? It's a really, it's a really, um, a really, really good question. And it's a really nuanced answer mm. because there are so many different no, I know. Categories, yeah. right? Put all men in the same yeah. category yeah. as well. But like one of the things that we, we say as an organisation, so we have around like 300 volunteers who do workshops in schools and universities and corporates. And... They're all men, um, all, all identify as male. And so when they're in those spaces, one of the reasons that we run the organisation like that, like we don't have female volunteers um, who facilitate I workshops anyway, right? But the reason why is because boys, especially boys, often self-censor around women. So they won't tell the truth. And, they, and if people don't tell the truth, you can't change stuff, right? right. Um, and so I think that's one thing that's really important. But then on the flip side of that, most of the guys that we train have come to the organisation because of a woman in their life who's spoken to them about 
feminism or women in their life who've spoken to them about gender equality or some kind of thing Mm. about masculinity, whatever it might be. It's usually women who are facilitating those conversations, um, which is a really hard thing because I think women are often doing unpaid labour, which is like really fucked up anyway. Um, But I do think there's there's a lot of space for those conversations to happen in both both spheres, uh, spheres, sorry. Um, And so I think... There's, like, I do a lot of diversity and inclusion work. And I think one of the things that's really being pushed in diversity and inclusion at the moment is like this narrative of like, it's better for the bottom line if we have women or people of color in our organizations because we're more diverse and we have more diverse perspectives, which is all true um, and it's beneficial. But I think actually like when, particularly when we're talking to boys, one of the key things that we're pushing is like understanding these concepts and the worldviews of like um, justice and of, equality and equity mm. and of power dynamics that exist and like just ex- like introducing those things and allowing space for a discussion on whether those things are right and fair and, and whether that's the way that we want the world to be and I think a lot of it is like not being prescriptive so not telling men that like they shouldn't do this anymore and now they need to do this because that's what's led to the problem in the first yeah. place right yeah. it's like people feeling like they can't live up to whatever the standard is and then their, their behaviour then becomes toxic because they feel like they can't do the thing. Mm. So they start to do other stuff that's really damaging to other people. Um, so we try not to like replace that with something else, but more just to facilitate a conversation. Because I think if you allow people to think, like they reach the right conclusion. Mm. Like, yeah, and the they limit then, it's their conclusion. Yeah, because no one's like, well, not no one. There are some really horrible people in the world, but I would say majority of people actually like want to be good people yeah and, and then if you present facts and if you present like space for conversation most people will arrive at the correct conclusion yeah um, okay. which you is that right it's fair like it makes more sense to like have more females in the economy or a female economy because it's better like it, it's actually better and when we think about like st- even stereotypically or traditionally in inverted commas the types of work that men and women are, are suited to in inverted commas so i don't really believe that but i think like we do have those traditions in place like the economy is better if we have people filling all of those roles and being paid to do that stuff mm, yeah. like it just makes more sense um and so i think there are like loads of characteristics like kindness and like um, being nurturing that are like completely missing from our economy um, and those those characteristics are traditionally feminine um, I think it's about in one in one part encouraging those characteristics in workplaces and in another in another in the same breath it's about allowing men to have access to those things as well yeah yes. um, so that they're shame. not feminine and there's not like masculine and feminine characteristics that people have to display to get ahead it's just about what is actually best for the working environment yeah. And I'm sure, like, part of the reason we all do what we do is because we hate being told. Right, to right, do. right. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that you're, the language you used was about giving people the space to reach their own conclusions. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. It, that's key, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, because it people is. don't want to be told. No. Told and, and, you, and you're told you have to do something, your heart's not in it. Yeah. You're never going to follow through. Well, well, you're not well, That's what I found so interesting about when I first were talking. That's why I wanted to be a mate. Just, um, oh, no, but ben said Ben was saying about it was year, a year ago over a year ago and there's this assumption in feminism and equality that women are the only people who need safe spaces yeah. and the truth yeah. is, is that women need safe spaces because it's very hard like you say we self-centre and it's very hard for us to have conversations in a world that's dominated by men mm. certain conversations however masculinity and toxic masculinity is a structure that has placed guys you said I think it was you or Richie in a very 
small hard box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they don't feel like they have permission to exist outside of those really narrow parameters of what being masculine is. Yeah. And yes, I think when we talk about women's safe spaces, we talk about literally safe emotionally and physically for men. Mm. But when we talk about men's safe spaces, because women go, yeah, but all spaces are men's. Yeah, but all spaces are men's to be fucking men. Yeah, totally. We need what you're doing. What, they, what they're saying is be... all spaces are sexes. And what's important to understand is that sexism affects women men and, and men. Yeah. yeah, and we both need our spaces to work out and unlearn what our genders have pushed on us. Yeah. In whatever that means. Mm. Mm. I think that's really valuable. And that's what you're doing. Yeah, you're, creating, yeah, yeah. you're facilitating that space and that conversation for them to get to a point on their own with your help that they then believe in and feel like they can take forward going forward. And yeah. that's really, that's the way to do it. That's a long-term game. Yeah. Sitting and going, this is wrong, you should do this, is never going to yeah. solve it, I don't think. And there's a lot, like, organisations in particular are, like, really buying into, like, the diversity inclusion piece at the moment, right? So, like, everybody's trying to diversify their workforce. Mm. People aren't focusing on inclusion, which is a massive problem because mm. then you just have a high turnover of women in your business or a high yeah. turnover of people of colour in yeah. your business. Yeah. And people come and they can get the jobs, but they don't like it, they don't feel comfortable, they don't no. feel cared for, and they leave. Um, and so I think that's the next conversation that's going to have to happen really yeah. well. That's really it's interesting. Like, I not just, that. Right, yeah. like not just how do we get these people, how do we get bodies on seats? How do we yeah. get people in the door? Is that like, how do we actually make this a place where those people can thrive be. and be the best version of themselves? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that is what is beneficial to the workforce, right? Is yeah. like actually people thriving and yeah. doing the best Developing job they can in those do. spaces. Yeah. Yeah, so true. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening um, to part two of our brunch two. Um, I literally cannot get over how inspiring our guests were. I know. So great to meet them all. Like, I just can't stop thinking about it. Like, the whole conversation. Like, fuck me. And I can see how passionate they all game. are as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, thank you. We'll whoa, 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 wait, wait, there's more. There's, there's more. More. <laughs> there's more. Wait, wait, let's go back, listen to more. Hang on. Okay, wait, guys, there's more. Like, we thought we'd stop recording. Stop. They were so passionate about their topics. We recorded for so long. It's like a two-hour conversation. All right, here you go. Here's some extra bonus bits, bonus combo. I think, has everyone said, does anyone want to say anything else? No. No, I would like to say thank you to you guys. Yeah. Because I think it's amazing. Food is amazing. <laughs> I think it's a great idea, and I think it's a really, also really casual, chilled, way to do it yeah, yeah. and i feel like i made new friends yeah, yeah. yeah. actually do you know what i would tell the story about sunny again because i think that's important as well because yeah. i think having organizations on the ground like having the opening up this dialogue mm -hmm. about toxic masculinity is really so fucking important but also women and mothers especially in their own homes mm. yeah. have to be having these conversations with their young boys yes. and mm. fathers, right? Yeah, and fathers, yeah, yeah. especially. A hundred percent of their conversations that we have all the time in our house. The point my son is like, mm -hmm. <laughs> but awesome. I've been teaching him about uh, sexism and racism. And when he was at school a few weeks ago, he was in a situation where a teacher said that girls weren't as good at football as boys. And he said to the teacher, that's racist. That's so cute. <laughs> so cute. I love him so And much. then he came home and told me that. And he doesn't tell me much about his school that's days. That's racist. So it must have really hit home. 
but the point is, obviously, it was sexist, not racist, but it's going in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's speaking up. Right. That's what's so exciting. And that's where the change comes from, right? Is like the fundamental understanding of the actual structural system, yes. Yes. rather yes. than like the individual act of prejudice. Yeah, like so you said rather than being like, thing. I don't like that thing that you said, it's like, actually, this whole thing is playing into something that's bigger and really yeah. bad. Yes. And then yeah. when you understand that, all of the other stuff becomes so much easier. So true. I remember trying to explain to my sister watching like CSI or something, and someone was murdered, and they're like, we think it's a racist killing. Yeah. Um, my sister's five years younger than me, she goes, but I don't understand what that is. Yeah. And I was trying to explain, like, it's not, obviously it's wrong, but this is what racism is. And she yeah. goes, but I don't understand it. And I and it yeah. just couldn't understand why it would make a difference. Yeah. It's people of different colors. Yeah. It's how, yeah. Like, how she, how but I, she still, I don't yeah. completely agree, obviously, but she couldn't, she'd never, she hadn't, you know, she was young, she hadn't looked at history or, you know, she yeah. hadn't seen that there ever been wars or anything over, like, had no idea, she just couldn't comprehend why that would be. We did a big, uh, we do this camp every year with all of our friends, and all the kids have gone off site. Slightly, which was very naughty. Oh, they were like the black man, the black man, and we were like, what, what black man? They were like the scary black man, oh. but it was an imagined shadow. Oh. So then I had to explain to them that you cannot say that. Yeah. You cannot just say the scary black man, and they couldn't understand it because they're yeah. just little kids, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like then trying to, to to explain to them, but this is something that black men have suffered. This sort yeah. of so it's so important that you never ever say the scary black man yeah. like if it had been like an orange shadow that. and they said the scary orange shadow yeah, yeah. would have been yeah, there's context the importance in that is like the conversation gets had yeah because yes. i think what most of us do is bury our heads in the sand yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. or don't know how to approach like, it there's something and then, that's scary yeah. or like oh i don't know how to explain race we just don't explain yeah. it yeah. Yeah. and yeah. then yeah. everything gets perpetuated we talk about yeah. this with consent don't we as well yeah. we talked about this yeah. in the last panel it's like consent is such a complex thing and obviously it's linked to sex so therefore we don't have the conversation with young kids yeah it now with like kids in my family who are younger i can't remember who that's from. i was probably on your panel again um <laughs> it was one of you guys but it was like the idea that like you teach consent you teach all this stuff by action yeah. so like my cousin's kids come in they're little i don't immediately just hug them yeah, yeah. i don't ask them if that's they the hug. best yeah. way they to teach kids about consent yeah. and to say you know do you want to give me a hug yeah. yeah. And, and, and if they say no, say that's okay. Yeah, fine. Okay, yeah. so like not tickling when they say no. Yes. Like yeah. actually being like, okay. And then Have if space. they if they then like it, they'll be like, no, carry on. And then you can do it. Yeah. But like learning like teaching them that their no actually means no yeah. is really yeah. important. Totally, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's totally. Oh, we have that conversation, like literally so that's good. a daily conversation at yeah. the moment. Because Sonny's quite heavy handed, like he'll it sounds really inappropriate now, no, but no. <laughs> Jamie, my other half, like always slaps my bum in the house. Yeah. <laughs> with like, we've been together for 13 years, it's yeah. funny. Yeah. But now Sonny does it, yeah. which is kind of cute in the house, it's funny. He's got a girlfriend at school. Oh, so it's like the boundary. And I slapped her ass at school yeah. and I was no, like, no. No, <laughs> no conversation. you cannot do that because you have to ask yeah. before you do anything really now with a girl, I think. Yes, you know? totally agree. And if they know that at the age of seven, so we constantly have this now, every single day it's a, you know that no means no, and that's exactly the language. Right. No means no, yeah. especially when it's a girl telling you no. Yeah, yeah like having that, that yeah. Like open communication. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's so important. I was brought up with the family who were just, like my dad, from, my dad told me at like 12, that rape wasn't about sex, it was about power. Yeah. At 12. But. 
That's but it's incredible. Yeah, and the that. action between my mum and dad, the way they acted and the way the conversations they had, like there wasn't any mum issues and there wasn't any dad issues. Like I didn't go to mum about periods only. Yeah. I went to Sainsbury's and bought tampons with my dad. Yeah. Like they, they'd obviously talked a lot about these things that mm. you guys have obviously mm. talked about too. Yeah. So that when these things happened, or just slowly it was drip fed into me the way that they acted and the things that they said and the conversation they had, that when those conversations happened, it wasn't like, what's this? Weird. What's yeah, 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 yeah. It was just a, it was a conversation they've already been had. Yeah, just and normal. It has to start before the normal. kids come. Like, Sonny knows that I get a period once a month. Yeah. He knows yeah. what a period is. He knows yeah. that he is never to say, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not yeah. ugh, it's natural. You have to it's wait like for them to one day say, yeah. what is how a baby's born. Or yeah, whatever. don't always leave it. Yeah, yeah. don't always leave it down yeah. to them. It could just be like, something that's talked about normal. Yeah, yeah totally. Just just keep everything normal. Because right? for years, people said the curse, the secret, you know, you shut the door, you don't know. <laughs> oh my God. Like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder there were so many issues. She's still in the world now. Like, I think we also forget, like, that shit's still happening. Yeah, yeah. 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 women aren't very yeah. When we went to the Google offices last week, I was, which is awful, shocked that they had just sanitary. Um, stuff in the low feed tubes if you wanted, and I was like, "That's great," but that the fact that I was surprised. Surprised, yeah. No, but, but that that's a, that's a thing lead. that you is it in Scotland now? Every public place has to have free access to sanitary products. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in workplace legislation here for schools. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah in like, schools you have to have it, and then I think in the workplace you can ask for it now. Yeah, I think you can ask for them. They should have free sanitary products or whatever you need should be readily available. It's normalising the positive, isn't it? Well, well yeah. the company that I work for now is a um, women's health app, which is um, part of the function as a period tracker. So we're like because they very were left active. off, weren't they? Health track like Fitbits and everything. The only thing they didn't have was a period tracker. Um, <laughs> health, almost health apps were all made by men. They didn't have any period trackers in them. Well, and so you'd be surprised how many of the um, period trackers and other technology in femtech is. Uh, you know, created by male founders, yeah. especially male CTOs. Female CTOs are like zero point seven percent of wow. um, uh, the uh, the companies that get uh, VC investment. Yeah. We've got female CTO, we've got female founders, we've got female developers and engineers on the coding team, and it's like really fundamental that uh, to us because there's a certain nuance of just understanding the way that a, me a menstrual cycle affects experience. us in a 360 experience that needs to just be there in a way that you can't like give a, as like a, you know, task, yes, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. for the developers. Mm. But um, what I was gonna say is it was the other day was Menstrual Health Awareness Day yeah. and, um, or Menstrual Health Day, I think it's called, which is, you know, a, a global campaign for, um, access and against period poverty and access to menstrual um, products but one of the conversations that's happening is official title at the moment is menstrual hygiene day and one of the conversations that's happening to pick up on this thing of it being like the curse is i think the modern version of that is um still using language like sanitary and hygiene yeah. about something that's not unhygienic and yes. not unsanitary yeah and that's yeah. going to be yeah. the next progress in our yeah. language that we need to kind of it's you know wow. refer to things as menstrual products mm. and menstrual health so why rather than like sanitary products and menstrual hygiene yeah mm, because so it's not unhygienic and it's not insanitary yeah. <laughs> when um when you can't get the app can you on, on oh, no, it's I'm not on android no. yet Oh, Need oh, by the end of the year, of course, I feel like I've been completely uneducated. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think any of us know. Like, my sister the other day was like, it's PMS, pre or post menstrual. Don't know. So, uh, hey. <la
Yeah. It's pre-menstrual, but pre. what's really interesting is that a lot of people, myself included, Suffer get a post. really, yeah, yeah. and that that is usually... I just um, said to my sister, it's all month. It's all month, it's pre-menstrual. There's one day that you don't have it, and that's a good day. Yeah. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of women suffer a real dip in mood and even, like, um, Tears. Uh, depressive yeah. symptoms after their period. <laughs> it's awful. And I, using the app and tracking my symptoms, I, did, I realized that my worst day, so you get a, a monthly report which says what your toughest day was on your top day oh, and my toughest day was always like two or three days after my period finished and I was like what the hell is that about and um and through discovering that I realized that it's it's to do with an iron deficiency and so oh. I started taking iron supplementation and now I don't get it anymore wow, wow. wow. track your symptoms gals yes <laughs> yes yes wow. I just got sent a book actually I haven't read it yet by Maisie Maisie Hill period yeah, power period power I love this such a good name, isn't yeah, it? I think such a good name. And that's all about just because we don't, you know, we, yeah. we live with. I know this. nothing about. We know nothing about. I'm meeting her, her, her next week, term. actually. Penal but that's period, exactly, uh, yeah, that's exactly the time. Tampon companies in the bio. Yes. Some sweet, and, uh, some, some, businesses. some resources in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On tampons, um. yeah. It's just is it on? On. Um, oh, I'm on. Oh, I'm on. Oh, I'm on. I'm on. O-H-N. I'm on. I was like, I'm a honey. I'm a honey. I'm a honey. It's crazy how they know about our own body. It's mad. When I was a kid, my mum said to me, it, before I came, I came on a period like 27. I grew boobs like 50. It's mad. I'm <laughs> 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 such a late developer. Um, and I want to go up here. My mum and dad were like, yes. And maybe like a red breakfast and everything. It was like a big celebration, which was great because it made me feel like it was not a gross thing. Yeah. And my mum said, you'll feel uh, angry. You'll feel upset on your period. You'll feel like big dips in mood. You might get sore, whatever. She was like, remember that those feelings aren't invalid because it's from your period. You still yeah. feel it. Yeah. And yeah. it's that whole thing that's like, oh, you're in your period. So, that's not a valid feeling, but I'm still feeling it. I'm still yeah. me. This yeah. is still affecting my work my and everything yeah. today. But yeah. what would be nice is to know that, yeah, it's happened two days after each month order. So when that happens, to not go, what is wrong? No, go, this yes, is what relax. we're hearing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's really like important. Being yeah, able to healthily detach from the, those, especially if it's like, um, you know, suicidal thoughts or really right. like mm. depressive or, or rage and anger, to be able to healthily detach from that and, you know, just acknowledge and recognize them, but also not not feel too much ownership over it, and, yeah. be, and be able to see like, oh, this these are the contributing factors as to why yeah. I'm feeling like that now. This isn't me. This is yeah. and it's going to pass. Yeah, exactly. But it's um, Sharmadine Reed talks about it on Emma Gannon's podcast, yeah. and she talks about you should track just everything. Every so if you meet, yeah. if you hang out with someone and you feel really crap afterwards, like why why are you hanging out with them? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like. Like only do things that make you feel good. Like yeah. don't you know? Being aware. Of be aware of how Someone, things um, make you feel. I spoke to us once, and they said, you know, make sure you're not a mood hoover, and it makes well, sense. And they used to have. Someone will get receive a little Henry the Hoover Trigger. if they'd been a mood hoover. Who's a mood hoover? Are you a mood hoover? You're a leaf blower. No, but this is social thing. You don't know. You don't know the real me. That's right. Get stuck. What does a mood hoover do? Suck the life out of everyone. Oh, like the black cloud that walks in the room. So you walk into like go. How is everyone's walk as well? The weather's bad, the train's I do that all the time. You know, I've got a really long day I'm like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm a mood hoover. She's talking about Birmingham. I'm a mood hoover underneath a lot. Oh, but that's the thing as well, it's like, I think we're always on as well, yeah, because yeah, of yeah. like the digital world and everything, we feel like we always have to be on. And like, 
wouldn't it be lovely if sometimes we could all go for dinner with friends and just be like, yeah, we all feel like shit. We all fucking feelings. And I think those are spaces that we need to find where is like where you can actually just be switched because so I feel that everything's going really well all the time. And as a backlash to this kind of thing, there's been a lot of talk online about like you know cut out negative people and all that kind of thing. And then I was at a panel the other day. And this girl raised her hand and she was like, I'm really struggling with my mental health and I have had depression for a while and she was like shaking and you know choked up as she was saying it and she said that like her whole group of friends has cut her out Mm. and that people are cutting her off because they're following this like you know like meme on social media of being like oh you're negative I don't need that in my life but being depressed is a negative but this is exactly what I was going to say right today about the whole cancel culture is quite dangerous because one of my best friends committed suicide this month and it has oh, been horrific. So I know, don't, I, don't, I will start crying. But um, I think that we run the risk of just cancelling people yeah. without giving it proper thought and, and attention. Yeah. Yeah. And empathy. Yeah. Yeah. You know because it, people can't yeah. reach out sometimes. No. Yeah. They actually can't. The strongest people that you know are the ones that won't And, if, and, and if you're saying, oh, you, you're shit at this and you're shit at that, blah, 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 that's just going to make them more and it more and more. We have a situation where we yeah. understand mental health on a very basic level. We're yeah. like, yeah, mental health is awful and I really support people. But we only support people within the capacity that we think mental when health should not impact them. our lives. Yeah. yeah. But like, well, if your mental health looks like this and I understand you're sad and it's great for me to come around and talk to you, but once you get past that, when people are lying and when people are, uh, you know, agoraphobic and retreating from things yeah. and, and they're angry all the time and then I don't want to deal with it, that's yeah. a mental health problem. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. be patient with people. And I think there's a, there's a big thing about cancellation, which is like, there is no structure for rehabilitation no. af- after that point so like somebody can get cancelled for being problematic like if there are artists for example people might say i'm going to stop listening to your work or mm-hmm. by accessing your work because i think you're problematic mm-hmm. stuff like that happens right mm-hmm. but then what is the process of that person getting to the point where they are no longer that yeah. person yeah, and yeah. who does that work with them and i think that stuff is so important and that's the conversation that's completely mm-hmm. missing yeah. like nobody talks about how you care for somebody who's mm. problematic yeah. it's always yeah. just cut and it's like of course protect your own energy but first and foremost but then you should also mm. be yeah, yeah. and there's a social media issue as well because now people have just got uh every mistake is like oh you can't broadcasted yeah. and and accessible by a million people and then yeah like you say no room for then like okay how how do you get over that then yeah. before we become just sanitized perfectly with all of us yeah. none of us are and then people are afraid to say anything that <laughs> might up. challenge the status quo yeah yeah i think that's a really good point as well what you said like there isn't i don't think in progress there's any you can't really have meaningful progress if there's no room for redemption exactly. at all yeah and you mistakes have have mm. the mm. ability to to reconcile yeah. second you, you can never change things by stopping it. Understand yeah. how? Yeah, I think we all need more patience with people generally. Amazing. Um, right, should we start? Yeah. That was the best conversation ever. Yay! Yay! I mean, so there was about five different podcasts. In there. Oh my god, it was so good. That was so random. That was so good. I think that's